You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Thursday, November 2nd, talking Angels baseball today with Maria Guardado, our Angels reporter for MLB.com. Maria, we thank you for the time and uh, the Angels wasting no time, Maria, making a big splash on uh, day one of the offseason after the Astros were crowned world champions uh, last night on Wednesday, winning the World Series in seven games. But uh, the news of the day uh, for the Halos is Justin Upton is going to be sticking around for a little while. Uh, give us the details on uh, this contract extension, uh, the money of the years, and just uh, how this whole thing came together. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, the Angels today announced that they had reached a you know, five-year agreement with, with Justin Upton uh, worth $106 million, which – uh, is essentially kind of like a you know a bit of an extension of his original contract, which called for him to to earn 88.5 million over four years. Um, you know, Justin Upton obviously had the the ability to opt out of his original contract, and I think that uh, he kind of used that to leverage uh, that extension with the Angels, uh, which is a place I think he enjoyed uh, playing in after he came over from the Tigers at the August 31st uh, non-waiver trade deadline. So this is definitely a big move for the Angels. I think that they had definitely been interested in keeping Justin Upton around because uh, he just fit really well with them in left field and kind of provided that middle-of-the-order bat to slot behind Mike Trout. And, you know, addressing the offense had been, you know, basically the Angels' priority this offseason. And by keeping Upton in tow, I think they've, they've, you know, gone a long way in addressing that already. So I think to accomplish that on, on kind of, you know, the first, uh, official day of the offseason is, is definitely huge for, for the Angels and both well for them moving forward. Yeah, no question. And Maria, I'm always curious uh, whenever these uh, these contracts and these extensions are announced, I'm always curious to, to kind of find out the, the origin of it. In other words, you know, uh, at what point did discussions uh, begin between the two sides? You know, who initiated? Uh, was this something that took place during the season, once Upton had been traded to L.A., was it something that had been shelved until uh, the off season when the Angels' regular season ended? Uh, how did that kind of come about? Yeah, and in, in, in speaking with, with Billy Epler, I think it was clear that the two sides had kind of maintained dialogue through, through all of October. And, um, you know, Epler said that, you know, the, the discussions had really picked up in the last four days or so. Um, you know, just talking with Larry Reynolds and which is Upton's agent and Justin Upton himself. And I think they, they even, you know, had lunch in Phoenix, which is where Upton resides. Um, and I think it was pretty clear that both sides wanted to stay together. So I think it was just kind of a matter of, of you know, kind of knocking out the details to, to, you know, to see how they could prevent Upton from, you know, exercising that opt-out clause and becoming a free agent. Um, and I think in exchange, the Angels also got something really important, which is that they were able to restructure uh, the cash flow of Asensio. So, you know, originally he was set to make about $22 million next year, but now next year he's going to make $16 million instead, and then that kind of escalates over the next five years. Um, and I think that's really important for the Angels because it kind of gives them a little bit more flexibility in the short term. Um, you know, I think that it will give them a little bit more room to, to make more additions as they headed to 2018. So overall, I think it, it was definitely a win for both sides, and uh, I think he will definitely end up being a very key member of this core. Yeah, absolutely, and a guy like Mike Trout has got to be thrilled to get some uh, much-needed protection in the middle of that uh, batting order. And I think one thing that kind of gets lost with regards to Justin Upton is that, you know, even though he's been around a long time, uh, I think well over a decade now in the major leagues, he's only 30. I mean, that's right in the middle of your prime years as as an athlete, which is generally regarded between, I don't know, like 27 and 32. So he's right smack dab in the middle of an athlete's prime 
and uh, no reason to think that he won't put up uh, big numbers again in uh, 2018 for the Angels. Do you view this move, uh, or do the Angels' ownership view this move as something of a necessity, you know, given the offensive struggles, or was it more of a thing of, you know, well, if he does opt out, there we have other other options, or, you know, how do they kind of regard the necessity of getting Upton back in the fold? I think it, it was probably more of a necessity for the Angels just because they, they didn't really have anyone who, you know, who could take over that vacancy in left field. And, you know, if, if Upton had opted out and become a free agent, then you kind of get into this whole bidding war between, you know, Upton or J.D. Martinez or, or Jay Bruce. So I think it, it was important for them to kind of have that security and, and know that he would be coming back, even if it did kind of cost them that extra year, um, you know. So I, I think it was a very important move for this team. And, you know, especially since they, they struggled so much with to, to produce kind of consistent offense uh, in this season, which was one of the, you know, their biggest weaknesses. So I think having a full season of Justin Upton in their lineup next year is really going to help them out and really positions them well, I think, moving forward. Yeah, and uh, not to mention a full season of Mike Trout as well, who missed 40-plus uh, mm-hmm. games uh, to, due to that uh, ligament injury in the middle of the year. So you get full health from Trout full health from uh, Upton and uh, in that very competitive or what's shaping up to be a pretty competitive uh, AL West where the world champions now reside. Uh, that can only help the Angels uh, down the road in 2018. So, Maria, as we uh, get to the task at hand, which is uh, looking ahead to this Angels team in 2018, uh, I want to kind of break this down four or five different ways, beginning with what you feel is the biggest area of need now uh, that Justin Upton has signed. You could make the case before the signing it was well, shoring up left field and getting some middle of the uh, lineup protection from Mike Trout. Well, they've taken care of that. So I guess with that off the table, what would you say now is this team's bi- uh, biggest area of need? I would say that now that left field is taken care of, I think their biggest area of need will be second base. Uh, you know, they don't really have a clear in-house option who could kind of fill that hole uh, unless unless they're comfortable going with Caleb Cowart, who, uh, you know, while he's kind of took some steps forward this season, I don't, I don't think he, he kind of proved that he can handle major league pitching on a consistent level yet. So I don't think that the Angels really have anyone who can really kind of step into that hole. I mean, at, you know, for the final month of the season, on the same day that they acquired Justin Upton, they also brought in Brandon Phillips. And I thought that, you know, he was a good kind of a stopgap in that position, but I think that they they probably need someone to kind of fill that position over the over the the long term. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of traded for someone. I feel like you know there are some guys who will be available in the free agent market. Uh, you know, like Zach Kozart and you know Walker. But I feel like the, the Angels are probably more likely to fill that hole through a trade. But you know, we'll see. Um, you know, I think Billy Elper probably wants someone who you know would be controllable and maybe even someone who could fill the the leadoff uh, the position the hole at the leadoff. Um, on their lineup uh, because they're they're kind of also missing that. So that's what I would say is now kind of the next step for for the Angels to address in this offseason. Yeah, I mean, they're rock solid at uh, shortstop, obviously, with Andrelton Simmons providing his uh, usual stellar defense and some offensive pop for the first time really in his career that we saw last year. Now going to take care of the situation on the other side of the bag and uh, figure out a solution there at second base. Maria, on the flip side of things, you look up and down this roster top to bottom. Uh, what is the biggest area of strength for the Halos heading into 2018? Well, I think that their outfield now looks pretty good. I mean, I, I, you know, the three guys that they have there, Justin Upton, Mike Trout, and Cole Calhoun are all kind of under contract for, for the near future. So I think it's a, it's a group that's probably going to stay together for, for at least the next few years. And you know, obviously Mike Trout is, you know, the best player on the planet and Justin Upton is, is a renowned slugger in his own right. And then, you know, Cole Calhoun had a bit of a down year in, in, in 2017, but I think that, 
you know, if he can kind of get to back to the level that he was when he was, like, you know, gold glover and was able to kind of produce consistently at the plate, I think that, you know, those three guys have the potential to be a really dynamic unit um, and also play some good defense. So uh, that's what I would say is, is kind of the angel strength now. Yeah, you can do a, a lot worse uh, than an outfield trio of uh, Upton, uh, Trout, and Cole Calhoun. That is for sure, even given the down year, as you said, for Calhoun. That leads us to our next question. Uh, if you have to pick two guys on this team, one that's a candidate uh, for slight regression and maybe a guy like Calhoun that's uh, underperformed in 2017 and could bounce back next year, uh, who would those two guys be for you? Sure. So I think if I were to pick someone who who would, as you say, bounce back, I think I kind of want to go with Cam Bedrosian. Um, you know, he's a guy who was kind of a, a lights-out reliever for them in 2016, but, you know, this season he kind of struggled with a groin injury, and then, you know, when he came back he kind of wasn't, uh, you know, as consistently dominant as he had been at the beginning of the season. So, um, you know, he kind of had like a rough final month or so and ended the, the year with about, you know, ERA in the fours. So I think that I would expect him to kind of bounce back and really be a, a big piece in the back end of the Angels' bullpen. Um, and in terms of the player who's most likely to regress, I, I feel like I kind of have to go with Parker Bridwell in that in that situation just because, you know, he he kind of came out of nowhere to be a really big uh, piece in the starting rotation this year when a lot of guys like Garrett Richards and Tyler Skies got injured. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's kind of interesting because – you know, it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of sustain that success because, you know, he doesn't strike a lot of guys out. Uh, you know, he mostly relies on inducing a lot of contact. So, you know, those, those that formula typically isn't a recipe for, for prolonged success in the majors. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he's kind of able to, to, you know, go against that trend and continue to be effective or feel kind of at a progressing. Um, so I think that he'll be one guy to keep an eye, an eye out for. And, Maria, my guess is that uh, another pitcher is going to be the answer to this question. If you have to uh, take a guy that is the biggest question mark heading into 2018 because of uh, health issues and injury concerns, who would you pick out right now? Yeah, I think I'd have to go with Garrett Richards. I mean, I feel like he is, you know, the one guy who on the Angels, you know, projected pitching depth chart who has the ability to kind of dominate and be that, you know, presence at the top of the rotation that this team desperately needs. But, you know, the last two seasons, he's really struggled with injuries. You know, first it was a partial tear in his UCL, and then, you know, this year it was a, a nerve issue in his bicep that kind of kept him out for most of the season. But, you know, he's proven that when he's healthy, he, he he's among the best in the game. And I think that the Angels are really going to need, like, a full season of him uh, in their rotation to, to really get to the, where they, where they want to be. So I think that Garrett Richards is, you know, among one of the most important players for this organization. So... Um, you know, he, I think, is, is going to be the wild card uh, for them next year. Yeah, health is uh, a huge uh, X factor where Garrett Richards is concerned. Only a dozen combined starts the last two years, but they've been good, <laughs> a good 12 starts. He needs to uh, at least double that output in 2018 to give the Angels uh, a real chance in the AL West. That takes us to uh, our wrap-up question here, as I think, Maria, when you look at any team in baseball, they kind of fall into one of five categories. You've either got your rebuilding teams, the non-contending teams, then you move up a little bit, uh, a team that contends for a wild card, a team that contends for a division, and then ultimately a team that contends to win the World Series. Of those five categories, which one do the Angels fall into right now? I think right now 
I, I think I'd feel comfortable putting them in the playoff contender bucket, um, you know, just because obviously they're going to be in the same division as the Astros who just won the World Series and are, you know, probably going to be favorites to do that again next year. And, you know, you never know, like, what the Rangers and the Mariners are going to do. So I think it's it's probably going to be a, a pretty competitive division, but I just feel like the gap between the Astros and the Angels was so so big this year. And, you know, despite you know, the fact that they're bringing back Upton and will probably make other additions, I'm not sure if they're going to have enough to kind of bridge that talent gap. So, you know, I, I do expect them to, to, to contend for a playoff spot, but, you know, we'll see how they match up against the Astros at the end of the day. Yeah, like you said, there's a, a big uh, a big gap in talent between the Astros and, well, a lot of teams in baseball, not just the Angels right now, but that gap maybe got a little bit smaller with uh, securing Justin Upton, the big news of the day, on day one of the 2017 offseason. Maria Guardado, great stuff as always. We'll do it again next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, LA Angels.